Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. It is green light on time once again. It's that special time of week and straight off the top, a man who is still in recovery mode after a trip to Perth with some big names is Jason Adams. And as always, he's on the line. Race and Jace, how are you travelling, my friend? Yeah, going okay, Jim. A lot better than what it was Monday. I'll, um, I'll give you the tip, but looking forward to it. A big night Thursday, feature racing returns back at Sandown. And the McKenna's probably, I can't tell you why, but it's one of my favourite events of the year. So, um only the three heats, but they're, they're pretty deep, so it's going to be a good night. It is one of the intriguing series, the McKenna, isn't it? Because obviously being a middle distance series, we don't have many feature races over that middle distance. And the one thing I seem to love about it, you always get the stayers, for example, a Rowan Bale dropping back, and you always get those 500-metre out-and-out dogs who then step up. And, and it, it does make for an intriguing clash when you have those 600-metre out-and-out dogs as well in the series. Yeah, it does. And I think the... One of the more interesting points about the McKenna and probably the Hume Cup are the two only ones over 600 metres in the city where you've got heats, where a lot of them are best eight. So uh, everyone's going to throw at the stumps. And look, four heats would have been ideal, but I mean, the three that we've got served up, the quality is quite deep. So um, no complaints on my end. Run of the week. I could have picked out, I reckon, 10 runs last week, Jason, as run of the week. Rickard and Wick was impressive. That's Rickard and Rick. Also, the, the grade eight was Cherrick Bailey's finest. But what I've done is I've gone to the staying race because I thought the way this Greyhound won, yes, it wasn't the, the most ridiculously quick time. I speak of play nice, but he almost had no right to win this race, yet he did from box number four, and this is how he went about it. Lure on the roll. The Toon Gabby Lodge. They're set to go. Ready. And away. Beginning well was Peachy's Girl. Driving across was Giants Jet. And they go together into the first turn. Just got checked there slightly, Peachy's Girl. And hustling through now was Trojan Package to join the leader. Right behind them was Play Nice. Is stuck to the rail and gets up to third and fourth. Giants Jet back to fourth. Deeper on the track, Lunar Stars. They get bunched into the turn going out of the straight. Further back to My Father's Son. Golden Ratio and Long Black Lass. They are tightly bunched as they run down the back. The leader was Lunar Star out wide. Hustling through now. Now was Play Nice has got up on the inside of Trojan Package. Trying to get through also was my father's son. And then Trojan Package and deeper on the track was Peachy's Girl. In the straight, Lunar Star leads the way. Coming at it was Play Nice and I think it got it. Play Nice on the outside has been so Oh yeah, it did. Oh yeah, it did, Dan. Play Nice. That was a big run, Jace. He, he was just... Look, maybe it wasn't the best run of the night time-wise, sections-wise, when you break it all down. But just from watching the race, he never looked like he was going to win that. Exactly right. I think the, the numbers are in the bin after a performance like that. And I was lucky enough to watch that race from the 500-metre the boxes. And he was head over the footy, straight on him. He got all sorts of uh, trouble in front of him, but big performance. And, you know, this could be the, uh, the next star from the, the Tears I Am, Britain Camp, who have had a, a long history and success over the 700. Thursday's preview. Stick around on the podcast as well. We catch up with Graham Bubba Jose after this preview. And let me tell you, 
He's got, a, he's got a bit of inside info on a few that might be worth uh, sticking around for, put it that way. Let's power through this preview race and Jace. Race one kicks off at 14 past six. You know I love that early start. Broke this race down into three winning chances. Commander Tommy, Sin City Angel and Triumph. I've, I've then broken it down a little bit more and I thought Sin City Angel will lead, Triumph will lob second and Triumph will be a little bit too good at his uh, city debut. How do you see it? Yeah, I'm with your third pick, Commander Tommy. This looks pretty sharp to me. Hasn't had a start at the track, but knowing the hunters, he would have had a look around the venue at some point. So number two for me. Hey, mate, I'm going to confess here that I've already recorded the uh, the chat with Graham Joes, which is to go to the end of this podcast. He gives a pretty good push for this runner in race two, Boom Lateral, to the point that I've just ruined what I've had in the form guide, and, and I'm going to go for Boom Lateral. I know 500's not his go, but if he gets any luck at all, he's going to be storming home at the end. Big motor, just not sure where he's going to be. You want to get a bit wide on the track, Tim. So um, as talented as he is, don't think 500 is going to be his go this time. So I went with number one, Nangar Pepper. Good New South Wales form and obviously comes up with a nice draw. Race three, tough staying race. It's not the deepest uh, Thursday Metro staying race we've seen. And one dog who we've had uh, a chat to the trainer on this podcast, Jess Hopkins, and she gave a big rap for him was Alfie Moon. Now, probably one of the hardest dogs to follow, but if he is going to win a staying race in town, this will be it, race three, number five for me. Yeah, I'm with him as well, who's good behind Corbin Rose's four starts back, and you're right, rough old, rough old race, and, and hard to pick one out, but I'm with him as well. Race four, uh, really keen here on Aston Shine. We're going to have Bubba Jose on in a moment, and let me tell you, I reckon he's going to be pretty keen on this one too. Race four, I'm with number two, Aston Shine, drawn perfectly. I'm on board as well, number two, Aston Shine. Just I think he's better over two turns, and, and here he is back at a, a city truck. So I'll be on, on board with him as well. Heat one of the McKenna's a bit of a raffle. I like the way Rickard and Rick won last time, and I think he can uh, he can jump well, find a position, and be hard to beat. Race five, number four, in a tough heat of the McKenna. Yeah, he's got a big ticker. And with number five, Quick Smart, I thought we know these 600 types, they're, they're not awfully sharp early, so he's fresh. I think he might be able to surprise the number five for me. Race six, I reckon the three goes left, ruins the chances of those on the inside at Box Rise, and Lecture Rhino lands in front, can run well. I think Plan Ahead is a, a big player. I found it hard to tip between them. They're both values, so I'll probably just play them both. I'll miss the pink, Jarek Bale. I think in his sort of circumstances, we can look for more reasons why he can get beat rather than why he can win. So... He's a jet, and I can't go against him, so the pink for me. Race seven, I'm with two Mapunga Warrior. I just think the red will miss and miss a little bit, give Mapunga Warrior the rails, and, and he has been flying without winning. Hasn't drawn inside his last three. Last time he had box two, it was 500 at the Meadows, and he missed the kick and just blew them away. So I think he's a big, big chance here, Mapunga Warrior. Yeah, best bet of the night for me, number two, the Warrior, for all the reasons you suggested. You're a good form student, Jace. Uh, race eight, number three here, compliance. I think the two goes left at the start with a bit of pace as well, Hadouken, just to to hold up Xavier and Bale. If they do that, compliance can land in front. And if he's in front early, finds the lead in the rail, I think he's going to take a lot of catching. Yeah, I'm in with him as well. Just got that pace, as we know. Just want to see it from him consistently in the city. So hopefully we get that because we know he's got it in the tank. Tell you what, Corey Smith is a massive Alfie Alligator fan. He'd be he'd be getting pretty revved up about him drawing the red with a bit of a wide runner in two, I think, uh, tomorrow night. But I'm with Fernando Mick. He, he's just beginning so well at the moment. If he can hold a few of those out on his outside early, I think he's a big chance here. Yeah, speaking of good judges, I'm with number two as well here, Fernando Mick. And 
Probably a bit of a drop in class too, Jim, from the, the depth that he comes up against here to what he has been uh, racing against. So I'm with him. I'm doing the Bubba Show treble here, the Bubba Joe's treble, I'm calling it. Uh, race 10. It's going to be the Bubba Show with Gold Skaltula, I think, can lead uh, and take some catching from there. Number two, Boo Boo Billy. It's already out, mate. The red line's gone through it. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll go the red then, Biscopo Bale. Race 11, uh, tough race here on with Osprey Phantom. Number three, Angus Keeping on board. Uh, I think two weeks in a row. I haven't got the chocolates yet, but hopefully this time around. I think my addiction, one we've been following on this podcast, can win the last from box number two. Likewise, some sort of performance like two starts to go at him right in it. So number two, my addiction. Hunters, punting club. The punting club. You know I'm a big fan of this Bubba Joe's show that's going to happen tomorrow night. So I have 10 bucks on the treble. Uh, all three of Bubba Joe's dogs to win. And then I'll have $20 each way on Aston Shine, who I have marked as my best bet of the night. How are you playing, Jace? I'm going to go 35 on a race 7, number 2, Mapunga Warrior, and then 15, race 5, number 5, Quick Smart. I love when you break it up on an uneven basis. Good on you, Jace. Cheers, mate. Enjoy. Inside Info. Inside Info time for Sandown Park, June 30, last day of the financial year. So pretty important Inside Info. It might be the difference between sending the putters home this financial year, a loser or a winner. As you know, I'm at Terrelgan recording this podcast. And downstairs, I'm up in the broadcast, downstairs is uh, Graham Jost. And he's been good enough not to join me in person, but join me on the phone. How are you, Graham? Yeah, very well, thank you. Hey, where'd the nickname Bubba Jost come from? Everyone I speak to, they call you Bubba Jost. Where'd that, uh, where'd that begin? Oh, my father, my dad's name was Graham, and uh, we lived out in the farm, and mum used to stick her hair, Graham, please, ready, <laughs> Graham, can you do this? Graham, can you do that? And we'd be going, both going up there, and, and then I was the baby of the family for five years, um, and that's sort of how it sort of stuck, yeah. Well, it seems to have stuck for, for some time without giving your age away, which we, we won't talk about that, mate. Let's rip into this meeting at Sandown. I know you've got a few runners tonight at Terrelgan as we record, but this is all about Sandown Premier Racing in town tomorrow night. We'll start with a intriguing runner, I think you could say, race two, number three, Boom Lateral. Now, he's got huge potential. If he does everything right, he could be anything. How, how do you think he's trekking? And back to a 5.15, you'd expect he'll be very strong late. Yeah. Oh, look, I've, my heart will be in the mouth when I uh, box him. Um, we've, I've tried coursing him. We're, doing, we're trying to do all the right things and had him in a finale and uh, they cancelled that meeting. So uh, we put him in at uh, Lang Lang. And then uh, because they had so many Derby and uh, Oaks runners, they didn't put a race on for the other dogs having their first go at coursing. So... Yeah, I've been trying to get half-field trials with him just to make sure his mind's on the job. Um, he just loses concentration. But uh, he's probably... He could possibly be the best dog I've probably trained if he keeps wow. his mind on the job. Wow, uh, he's just got phenomenal ability. Um, but, look, I trialled him after the last last Thursday at Warrigal, and, you know, he's gone 2580. Yeah, you know, well. Stays don't do that. Um so he's ready. I've tried into him at Terrelgan here, and they only have one or two noms. It's so difficult when you've only won the two races. He's a grade 
six, uh, grade seven, and um, they have two or three runners and they don't put a full field. So that's where I'm situated with him. And I thought, bugger this. I, ha- I just got to put him in and, and start racing him and try and get this one more win to get into grade five. And then I can go anywhere. Mm. Uh, but potentially, you know, I'm, you know, he likes off the track. Everyone's probably going to be against him. He's got he's fit enough. And, you know, if he decides to really chase hard, who knows, he could win easy. Mm, he really could. Definitely one for the black book, isn't he? What about Aston Shine, race four, box number two? I think nicely drawn down near the inside, and you haven't been afraid to uh, to take this boy on the road time to time as well. He's a, he's a nice old veteran chaser now who he very, very rarely runs a... Hey, look, he, he just needs to draw well, and finally we've drawn well at Sandown. Um, last three or four starts, he's drawn off the track, and he's been with the best dogs going into the first corner, but the dog wants the fence, and he, he sort of... He tries to push in and push in, and he, he goes back and, until he gets onto the rail. And by the time he does that, the good dogs are gone. Mm. And, uh, and, and that, that's his pattern of racing. And I finally got, you know, there's several of my dogs. I, they had a little bit of a virus, which we didn't pick up. And, and their form showed that, you know, that they're very average in their runs. And, you know, I'm on top of all that now. And I expect him, if he gets on the bunny, he's going to be hard to beat. I think he's one of the better bets of the night, just quietly. The red misses the kick, Arizona rise. The three goes wide. So I'm, I'm marking him as, as a very, very big chance. Race four, number two. And then you have to stick around till race 10 to see Gold Skaltula go around. And another highly promising type who's got high top speed. Drawn a bit awkwardly out there in box six. But you wouldn't be surprised yeah. to see him put himself into the race early. Yeah, look, I... Um, I come back from Sydney with him. Uh, he pulled up lame. He's had some uh, quite a few little niggly injuries, and the injuries that he's had, they're, they're not going to get any worse by racing him. And that's sort of the the path I took, which you know I took the wrong path. I should have just tipped him out, fixed him up, um, because when I did that, he come out at Warrigal and just absolutely brained him. Mm. Um, I had him in the heat of the Geelong Cup. He absolutely flew. Flew to the first mark, and I thought, well, I finally got him right, but he broke down again. Going, he just couldn't drive through and finish down the back. But he's on song. I'm, I'm really happy the way he's his last two or three starts. He's held together. Um, he was a bit stiff here last week. I actually had a bit of a punt on him last week off the eight, um, but he wanted the fence a little bit too much. I thought the seven would have carted him into the race, and um, the other dog won the race. So I was very, very happy, but. Uh, no, I really like the dog, and he, he's going quite good. It is the uh, the trainer's curse that I reckon. They always seem to back the wrong dog when they've got two in the race and the other one bobs up and wins. So I've just got a couple of more questions, mate. Of the three racing tomorrow, which one would you mark as the best chance to play on? Uh, look, probably because of the box draw, Aston Shine. Mm, that's what I was hoping to hear, mate. And I just had a quick look at some of the dogs in your kennel. You've got a, a really nice team, I feel, coming through at the moment. And, and even that winner uh, recently down at Warrigal, I think it was last night, maxed out, looks a nice type. Is there one that you think we should black book and, and keep an eye on? Obviously, Boom Lateral's you know, highly explosive when he gets it all right. Yeah, once he gets over 700, um, definitely put him in the black book for sure. And your involvement in racing, mate, how did, how did that uh, begin? Oh, many, many years ago, I, uh, I worked at the Abattoirs um, at Garfield and the, the boss there, uh, Gary Withers, owned Greyhounds and uh, uh, Bingy was his name. He was a train, Sandra Bing, and uh, they trained his dogs and he used to have the dogs after the motorbike riders, Kaczynski and Doohan and all those sort of things. And uh, he had them all up at the Abattoirs. 
up in runs and there was this dog running up and down and, was, and I used to go over and help him feed and so what's this one? He said, oh, it's two and a half year old, he's broke in, but he's ripped his pads off and we've done nothing. So I bought him 250 bucks <laughs> and uh, I got Kayleen Fever to train him for me when I started um, getting into it and uh, he ran second in the Hillsville Cup and he won a, quite a few races. So that was the start of uh, uh, me into the dogs. Well, mate, it's been a good journey, plenty of winners along the way, and just having, as I say, a look through your kennel at the moment, it looks very, very strong with a, a lot of talent. Even Simba's Girl's another one of, of my favourites. So, firstly, good luck tonight racing at Terrelgan, and obviously tomorrow we're going to be, I think, cheering the house down if, if Aston Shine can land in front, mate. So we wish you well with all three tomorrow night. Thank you very much. And that wraps up another edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast. As I said, we're going for the, the Bubba Jose treble, and great to get to know Graham Jose, and he's got a very, very strong team at the moment, so it would pay to black book him. There is no doubt about that. Well, that wraps it up for now. Until next time, punters, safe travelling. You know the drill. Happy punning.